What's up there, guys? This is Victor at Down the Hatch Podcast. Remember to check us out on Instagram. That's monkey underscore chuckles, M-U-N-K-E-Y underscore chuckles. That's C-H-U-K-K-L-E-S. Check us out on Twitter, monkey chuckles, all one word. No space in between. And then check us out on Facebook at Inside the IE. So... This is really more of a kind of a rant on on brand. And this is something that came to mind for me because, you know, when you're building your audience uh, uh, from scratch on Instagram and, you know, you don't do it with paid, paid ads, which I should be doing, but I'm not at the moment. It's trying to milk up the organic reach uh, as much as possible. Um, and, you know, the, the, the process is kind of a little painstakingly slow, but, you know, if you're focusing on building, on building brand and, and not really just trying to use that as medium just to sell something immediately, especially when no one knows you, you know, I, I think that's, I think that's a losing battle. And that's something that I noticed, especially, 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 um, I noticed especially when, you know, browsing, browsing profiles, you know, within the craft beer culture or profiles that, or people that, you know, that add us, you know, and I see that they have 5K plus. 5k plus followers but they only have like 150 posts you know so to, to me oh in addition to that okay so 150 posts 5k followers and they want you to they try to get you to buy their products that they're selling it's like I don't even know who the fuck you are like who who are you why should I be buying from you? I don't even trust you. So a couple things that tells me is that one, they're either buying followers, two, they're using an automated system to like and comment and find followers and then unfollow them, which is the most annoying shit ever. So if you're trying to be, I guess, an influencer or make an impact somehow in the social media world, do not do that. It's a great way for people to not trust you like me. <laughs> I will definitely find something that's better that I can trust. You know, a brand that I can, you know, relate to. A brand that I can, you know, see myself associating with. You know, it's just, I see those profiles that are doing those kind of gimmicky tactics. Uh, like car, car salesman trying to sell me something you know ASAP right away and that's not how you build a brand I mean I guess in a way it can but just not in the way that you you'd want it to be built so you know think about that think about that when you're building a brand and what that implies is that it's probably going to be a long process you know long painstaking process but I mean, duh, duh. 
really? Like, is it, if you feel like it should be happening faster, do you really feel like you should be entitled to that? You know, it, it took, for, you know, granted, you know, there are people that, you know, become an overnight success, meaning maybe a year or two or maybe a couple more years and they get, you know, notoriety, big sales or big influencers, tons of followers. You see them even outside of social media. But, you know, for, for me, so, you know, I started my social media biz, you know, uh, media marketing agency with my best friend and another friend starting from scratch about maybe about a year ago. And we, we didn't take, we didn't, we weren't as aggressive on social media as we are now. Um, we're still evolving, still trying to figure out ways to get people's attention, get the right people's attention. And that, that takes time, you know, it takes time, takes patience, takes, you know, takes risks, takes experimentation, all those things. And again, all those things take, take time. And, you know, you, even if you think you have a good sense of what your brand is, it may, your perspective of it may evolve, you know, uh, as, as a wise man says, the market is a market, right? So if you figure out that maybe you need to change an aspect of your brand, Maybe the copy, the video content, picture content, written content. Well, written content is copy, but, you know, based on what the market, you know, based on what how they receive you, then that's where it's going to evolve, you know. Uh, monkey chuckles, I mean, for all I know, could evolve into something else, right? It's still going to be the two same guys you see you know, creating videos, but, you know, I mean, it could even turn into another name. Who knows? You know, once we start incorporating more wineries, more food, more restaurants, you know, things of that nature, I mean, things could change, right? But it's just, you know, we're open to that. That's cool. I like it. That's just the process. And if that takes us to where, where we ultimately want to go, then even better. Even better. You know, the, and, and the biggest part of our brand also, you know, and I think this is important for any brand, is that, you know, I, and I, I say this because I've seen multiple companies do this, multiple agencies do this, multiple, multiple marketers and uh, up-and-coming marketers and influencers do this, but, you know, they leverage the equipment that they have, you know, they have shiny, new, fancy equipment, you know, um, playing on people's novel, you know, uh, how do you say that? Uh, I guess novelties, you know, like they like nice stuff. Or if they see you holding around nice stuff, they assume that you're a professional. And you're going around leveraging other people, other causes you know, for, you know, the, your own benefit. Now you might be saying, well, isn't that what you do? I'm like, oh. well, I mean, we, we try to get, the thing is we try to get as much meaningful content as possible. Again, like maybe we don't get it every time, but 
you know, we're doing our best to, you know, to figure that out as we go, get the story, you know, our, our whole approach is story, 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 story. People love stories. You, you know, case in point, Avengers is about to hit that trillion dollar mark, you know, the Avengers franchise. People like to be, you know, it's not like that, it's not that people just like to pay 20, 25, $30 just to be amused for a couple hours. You know, they, they like stories, you know, I mean, shit, look at the world religions, you know, people are immersed in the Bible and the Quran or, you know, whatever religion, you know, other various religions out there. And... You know, they immerse themselves in it, they immerse their identity into it, they immerse themselves into the stories, they find parallels into the stories with themselves and in life. And if you're not telling a good story, if you're not showing a good story, whether it be your own story or people that you're, you know, documenting and you're just selling, you know, to me that's bullshit, so... And not, it's not to say that, I mean, we, it's not to say that we are perfect, but, you know, our narrative, me and Brandon, you know, we are two best friends, we're 35, we've known each other since we were eight, so do the math on that, long time, you know, it's like 65 years or something like that, and, you know, one of the main staples of, you know, our friendship in our adult years you know, evolved into, you know, drinking beers and hanging out, you know, and, you know, drinking good beers and hanging out and having good conversation. A good um, mentor of mine in college, you know, one of the things that he said to me that stuck out the most, and I didn't really realize the importance of what he said back then, but he had said that, you know, people go to pubs over a good beer to solve, you know, the problems of humanity. They talk about solving, you know, physics problems, you know, socioeconomic problems, cultural problems, things like that, things of that nature. You know, people go in to talk, talk philosophy. And that's one thing that, you know, me and my best friend have done for a while. Me and my cousin and my best friend have done for a while. That's just part of what we do. And, you know, that's, that's what we love. And we want to capture that experience, you know, hopefully with the intention to, you know, reflect that experience onto you. And hopefully you, you know, not only get something from it, but, you know, gets you to be like, all right, well, you know, I want to do the same with people in my community, you know, or family or friends, you know, all that good stuff. And, you know, talk shop, talk talk about whatever, talk about good things that are happening, talk, you know, just getting together, having that community, so, yeah, that's, you know, if you could, if you could put that all up, sum that all up, you know, in your brand, you know, as your brand, actually, you know, don't sell me, but compel me, that's one thing that I've been thinking about a lot lately, I've been obsessing about, is compel me, do not sell me. You know, get at the true desires of what people want, you know, through your storytelling, through your brand, through your brand. You know, 
don't sell me anything. You know, hit out the nature of, you know, why I should be investing my time and energy with you in a product or service or whatever. So that's just kind of a kind of a rant on on brand and seeing just the many, many people that are, you know, trying to win in the short run with very few that are trying to win in the long run by very few meaning like smaller businesses, uh, agencies such as my own. And I just started a, a you know, a mobile detailing business too. Um, and I'm trying to, well, I'm trying to, but I am building my brand on that too. So that might mean showing more of my face. That's one thing that a lot of businesses don't do, mobile detailing businesses. They don't like to show their face. They just like to show the product and what they sell. It's like, no, remember, your relationship to the person is going to be, you know, that's going to be the factor that, you know, other than the your performance, you know, and your service, but it's going to be one of the biggest factors that keeps, you know, your clients with you, retention, relationship, you know, so... Instead of looking at them as a transaction, look at them as, you know, a friend, someone that's helped, you know, uh, yeah, you know, someone you got, you know, you guys have a mutual relationship, so it's not just transactional. That's part of it. But anyways, that's it. That's all I got. Just had to rent that brain dump. I'll try to do more of these. Hopefully you find value in it and uh, I will talk to you later.